far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a... Josh Cohen. Josh Cohen. Josh Cohen. And home team. Listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Because every day above ground is a good day. It is the Home Team, and we are live in that HOV lane. We are live 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN 1063. Tell your smart speakers, play ESPN 1063, and you can stream us live that way. And, of course, on the ESPN app. There he is, the UFC's new king of all media. Almost a year now since you've taken over, but you've really taken over in the last several months. Taking jobs from other people, taking food off their table. (laughs) No, 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 no. I their kids back. I, I love it. I, I love it. More for you. I know, them. man. Listen, that's the way I used to think. But Step now, up. like after I've done it, I'm kind of like, nah, it was their fault, not my fault. That's right. It you, was their fault. You, you didn't take it. They no. lost it. They lost it. And then I just stepped up and I'm like, yo, I do it. And, and Dean has learned a valuable lesson, Tina. Dean learned along the way on his own. And he learned it. Part of it, I think a little bit part of involvement here. But Dean learned it on his own. Your most important ability is availability. And if you can make people's jobs and lives easier, they will want you to, because people look for the easiest solution. Ain't that the truth? So if you had a reality show and you're like, hey, I need like a jujitsu guy to work with Shaq, you go, oh, Dean, because you don't got to tell him what to do. He's not camera shy. He'll act a fool. He'll let uh, Shaq sweat in his mouth yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and drip on you and lay on top of you. So, so Dean now, ESPN pre-show, UFC Live, Post shows, pre shows, fight night, coaches commentary, sports center cut ins. What is it you don't do? Uh, Dana White looking for a fight. Dean's dice. What is it you don't do currently now? I was them? about to so for them, and and that might change. Drive, after, drive the bus. From no, the no, fighters it's to the hotel. Change judging, and it's going to change after July because I'm getting licensed to judge. I, 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 but if you <laughs> but if you judge, you can't broadcast too. Though. I know, I know. But I, so I'm just I'm just getting licensed to judge. You know what? I think that's great, and I love that your initiative that you're taking to understand it. So that it's another component. It's kind right. of like me learning body language and such. Right. You can explain things, and you'll be able to explain. And so, coaches' corner will say, you know, John Anik will say well Dean Thomas you're certified now as a judge why do you think there and you say well they're putting more of an emphasis on this yeah and less of an emphasis on that exactly yeah I love that I love that you're doing that hey uh Tina otherwise known as uh CT otherwise known as TCT do you know what TCT is TC this is new that's that's tequila concert Tina oh, oh. So, I was thinking so, too cool Tina but no, no. When, 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 that works. yeah when, when they say hey um this margarita is a double is that okay Tina says, I want it that way. <laughs> yes. She texted me last night. She says, uh, she, she says, I want my drink. She texted me, Margarita. No, 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 or no. Margarita. No, no, or no. You t- today you said, when we left the studio, you said, uh, yes, buy, me, yes, buy me margaritas. Yesterday I said, hey, you, you want to buy me a margarita tonight? And I said, yes. And you just easily go, sure, why not? I of was course. like, okay. Of course. So then she texted me. I said, get quick, come to the VIP entrance, the little lounge Oh yeah, I got there and I was like, yep. yeah, I want to meet up with you. See ya. And then bam, there you go. I brought you a, a margarita. She abandoned her friends on the lawn. For I real. Did. She left them out there to come hang out. She got to meet Willie Johnson, Willie with an IE. Uh-huh. Willie with P- an IE. Willie with an IE, Johnson at LiveNation.com. Um, there are VIP tickets available um, for a bunch of great shows coming up, including tomorrow night, Train with Jewel and Blues Traveler. Incubus, uh, Sublime, that's coming up shortly. Doobie Brothers' fifth anniversary. So Tina got to meet Willie Johnson with his mohawk. 
He does his mohawk. No, he has a mohawk. He, he got that truck with Dell. He cuts it himself. Really? Yeah. I got, didn't know. Yeah. Will, I don't even know what Willie Johnson looks like. I need to find this guy. Yeah, he's a cute little guy. Is uh, he? He's w- a little guy? W- yeah, he's a little guy. Wife was uh, a big fan of the show for years. I'm not sure she still gets to hear it, but before he and I knew each other, wife was a big fan of the show. Tina met a fan of the show last night that um, I may have said the wrong thing to. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which have... is not surprising, but uh, well, enlighten no, me. No, I'm better about that. No. I'm better about that. I'm not the guy that says, oh, congratulations. When are you do? <laughs> and they're like, I'm just fat. <laughs> I'm not the guy that does that. No, because yours is a little bit more subtle and calculated. Well, in this instance here, I was in the little Tiki Hut bar. Me and my boy, Zach, went over there. He wanted to say hi to some friends. I ran into my friend, Joanne Miggs, who is a publicist in the music biz. I ran into her by chance. I run into her just... You know those people you randomly run into in random places? Uh-huh. And then you start to wonder if the universe is trying to tell you something. Uh-huh. Right. Right. It is. So the universe is trying to tell, and it's probably like that she needs a kidney and I'm a match. And it's like, <laughs> damn it. Like, it's nothing good. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it's, it's, it's not going to be good on your part. It's right. for her. Yeah. I got to give. Yeah. <laughs> I got to give you a kidney. Uh, I run into her randomly and, 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 this, and there's a woman. First of all, the crowd last night was 80% female. Is easily four to one, easily four out of five, four women. Was it sold, That's not surprising. Was it sold out last night? It looked like it. Probably, yeah, probably. And it was groups of, just as we expected, three, four, five, six girls all together. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'd be women who are 45 with their 20-year-old daughters. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it would be groups of 20-year-olds. But it was groups of females. Mm-hmm. And, and I really love the groups of people that went dressed in the era. And by oh. that I mean, and you saw a lot oh, of that. Man, I Everywhere. That. So you saw groups of four, five, six, and they were dressed like it was 1998 to 2002. Jinko uh-huh. jeans. Uh-huh. Um, the girls had butterfly uh, Flip, clips in their the, hair. The choker oh, necklaces. Wow. Choker necklaces, yeah. Um, those, those tops that like just hang on by a thread in the back and on the, up across your neck and there's no back to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had like the pasties, you know, to cover. Yeah. Um, those, and dudes were, also dudes were dressed accordingly. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I love that. But there was this one woman and she was with two, uh, two or three other women, a uh, younger woman. And she kept looking at me in the tiki bar, or whatever. And she says something. And then I said, uh, you know, I said something back to her, whatever. She goes, oh, my husband is a, is a, is a big fan. We actually met you before. Uh, they said we did shots somewhere. No, I thought they met us when we went to the fair. Oh, that's right. The fair. They met us at the fair. Uh-huh. Walking through the South Florida Fair. I haven't fair. taken shots with any fans yet. Right. Okay. But they said, tell them what we drank together yeah. at the South Florida Fair. So her husband, longtime home team fan. And so, so she, lovely, beautiful woman. And she goes, oh, these are my daughters. And I look and the one, da- I said, I knew this was your daughter because it looks exactly like her. Mm-hmm. Like, so if she's, you know, say she's 47, this girl's 23, 24. It looks like, looks like her mom. Exactly. The other daughter doesn't look like her. The other daughter just doesn't look like her. Beautiful girl. But mom and, and one daughter look the same, and the other one doesn't look like the other two. And I said, uh, I said, oh, you might be the, the, uh, the UPS guys. Oh, no. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking, this is what I'm talking yes. about. What, but why? What? Why what? I, she said, these are my daughters. I said, well, you might be the UPS guys. I mean, how I'm a, is that not offensive enough? No. That's not offensive. All it says is, well, first of all, you know, it's not like we're meeting for the first time. You know who I am. You know what the brand is. Uh-huh. You know what the shtick is. You know what I'm saying? So you know like what to expect. Right. Right. So, so let's be aware of that. You know it's going to turn into Don Rickles roast time. Mm-hmm. And so it did. But she was like, the woman, the way she reacted, I was thinking like, oh, damn, maybe it is the UPS guys. Maybe, maybe, maybe you do got a different daddy. I know, well, that's what I'm saying. Like nothing yeah. could have been worse than it might have been true. And then she goes, well, they're twins. And I says, you guys are twins? And someone says, no, they're five years apart. I was like, 
She, she doth protest too much. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot going on. And then Tina met her. Tina met her. We got a picture together. I did. Very nice yeah, lady. Yeah. And, and I remember meeting her at the fair. Yes. Uh, we, and saw a lot of fans last night from the show. And it's weird because you, you don't expect to run into fans of this show at a Backstreet Boys show. But the truth is, people came around. And by that, I mean, in the year 2000, I'd have been like, I'm not going to Backstreet Boys concert. Fast forward 22 years later. You're the first one in line. And, and literally, oh, it was amazing. I, heard, I heard that when the gates opened, um, that, that, that women just started running in droves for the hill. Just running to get their spot on the lawn. Because if you got seats, you don't got to run to it. Right. But the gates opened, and my boy Steve said, oh, yeah, dude. He said there was cellulite jiggling all this way and that way. <laughs> he said, he said it, it looked like a Black Friday sale when they opened Walmart. Yeah. Everybody goes runs for the six TVs yep. that yeah. they have yeah. To, yeah. in stock. Yeah. Uh, Tina, you were, you were out there on the lawn. It was just groups of women and women and women. So many groups. Attractive, and, attractive women. And I, I, I was with a group of 10 girls, and three of the girls I was with, they did get there when the gates open, and we ended up being in the lawn, like right in the front. And we there had just the best view of the concert. Yeah. It was amazing. And the weather was perfect. Oh, it was not even hot. It wasn't hot. The weather it was, was perfect. perfect. Yeah. I mean, no it was, kidding. It was one of those nights that you say, like, I was, I was talking to one of the security people in the breezeway, and then I looked behind her. And the sun was setting, and there's a reason why it was called Coral. It's now, I think, Financial Amphitheater. It's a corporate partner. Mm -hmm. But the reason why it's called Coral Sky Amphitheater. It wasn't a company because you get coral sunsets out there mm -hmm. in Royal Palm, Wellington, out there, you know, out there. And so I just look, and, you know, I get a couple of drinks in me, and I start, like, taking all of this back, and it takes me back. So I get a drink or two in me. I start getting real sentimental. I start getting real nostalgic. And I like to freeze moments in time where I go, I want to remember what this air feels like with this smell. There's a little bit of popcorn and like patchouli, you know, like perfume. I, I want to remember that sky. And I just take a picture because my brain doesn't work like it used to. So now I rely on my pictures to be like, oh, that was a Wednesday night when I got back from France. Wednesday Backstreet Boy. And I always try to lock in the moment to be like, we are so lucky to get to be here post pandemic. Mm -hmm. We take nothing for granted ever. But there's right. some nights where the sun is setting and the sky's got coral and pink. And, 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 you know, just a little bit of blue and the palm trees. And then, you know, the airplanes come mm -hmm. land overhead to go to the to PBI. And I just lock in those moments and I take myself back to going there in 1999 or to being at concerts there in the early 2000s and the security people dragging me up front. Because Big Phil, God rest his soul, refused to let me just sit in my normal seat. I thought they would say they dragged you out because you got no, too drunk. No, 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 no. I I used to be the guy that sat in the company seats where they gave us. And, you know, so I'm fine there. But Big Phil, who was the head of security, God rest his soul, who used to bodyguard for me and Lexus for some of our live appearance events, um, and some of his guys, the Live Nation guys. So it'd be him and another guy or another two guys, depending on the size of the event we were doing. If I was there... And, and, and I did not hit him up to say I'm in the building. Mm -hmm. I didn't, he would send two dudes to, well, he knew where our, the, the Clear Channel seats were right. back there. And he would make them come get me and make me go up front. Now you don't got to ask twice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now it's like, now it's like I'm, I'll, I'll be right up okay. as soon as I get here. But back in the day, I was just like, I don't want to put anybody out. I don't want to evince anyone. I don't want any special privilege. I don't want to, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine here. And uh, he met, literally dragged me. So people thought I was getting, like, they're like, look, we can make it look like you're getting thrown out or you can just walk up here. And the one time I went to a show, it was maybe 2002. And my buddy Brad Kane, who was like America's biggest BMW salesman, he wanted to come with me. And it was Santana 
and oh, it was the Whalers. Mm-hmm. No Bob Marley, obviously he's been dead for a while. But uh, the Whalers and then Santana. And Big Phil said, when you get here, you let me know if we're going to have a problem. And I said, all right. So we'd been there for, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes. And when the security guy saw me, and so then I quick, I called Phil. So I'm here right now. Because we're we're having a drink. And and he says, you got to come up front. So we go up front. I'm like, there's no seats. They took two metal folding chairs. Like the front, there's like metal. They grabbed two metal folding chairs and set them down directly underneath the microphone. And that's where me and Brad sat. Right underneath Carlos Santana while he performed. For real? The Did frontest it? of a front row the fr- possible right beneath the microphone. And all I kept thinking was, if I knew this was going to happen, I'd have brought a hot girl I was trying to smash. <laughs> yep. Because there's no way you can't smash off of that. Did he um? Did he get sweat on you? Did uh, Santana. Carlos Santana? Yeah. No, no. Not that I recall. I just remember thinking, like, I don't belong here. I don't deserve this. You know, like, you feel... Now, I might be a little bit more like, you know what? Someone's got to sit here. Why not me? Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, I don't, this is, it's not right. Yeah. It's not right. That night, by the way, ended very poorly wow. because my vehicle had been locked into a certain car dealership. Um, the gates were locked. I, a car was parked there uh-huh. and, and, and me and Brad rode over. So I literally had to, like in the movies, rev my car up. And then throw it in gear so I could fly, tr- drive through the bushes and fly out into did the street. Really? Yes. Did you really? You did all with the lights off for real? Yeah, because I had to get out like, of there. Oh, uh, uh, back to the future. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and through, through, through the bushes. Yeah. Into the street. Quick turn. Nah. Then, then about half a mile. Why didn't you just wait till the next day to pick your car up? Because what was? How's I going to get home? Well, didn't have exist. your boy. Have your homeboy. No, no, no. He was hammered. Uh, no, no. It was no. This was this was safe. Oh, it wasn't smart. That was safe. It wasn't smart or yeah, legal. Yeah, but it was at least safe. And by the way, statute of limitations expired. That's almost okay. 20 years ago. So somebody <laughs> want to complain about their bushes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so but, if 20 years ago, you got your bushes messed up. But every time. We know why. Every time I drive past that car lot, every time I drive past that, that dealer lot, I just, I give a little nod because I know the exact spot. I'm like, I, I busted right through <laughs> right there. <laughs> like when Jesse Pinkman escaped. Yeah. And drove through the barricade. That was me. Oh, man, you ain't no good. Blowing right out there. Kapow. Um, so we got uh, Concert Tina, which is TCT, mm-hmm. Tequila Concert Tina. She drinking a little bit. She's social a little bit. She want to uh, meet everybody. She want to take pictures. She, she's fun. For she's real? Concert fun girl. Yeah. Well, I, I noticed that because the one thing I do know is- She's social. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And like I, because when, when she got drunk and you were drunk, I thought that you would be a problem. But the fact that like- she was the problem for you. Right. That's what I, I was noticed. not a problem. Not a problem. Well, not but a I'm problem. just saying, but like she's, you know. She's but then I, 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 I big brother. Yeah. Then I got to be a big brother guy. Where normally somebody's little brother and me. Yeah. We're like, come on, put that yeah. down. Right. Put that in your mouth. Yeah. Like, is he four? No. <laughs> Stop that. Put that down. Put your hands in your pot. Come, come get over here. And you're like, well, that's just me drunk. They're telling me what to do. When Tina and I are both drunk together, I'm like, the no, t- come on. Let's go. All right. That's good. Your nope. thumb goes on the inside yeah, yeah, of your hand. No, on the outside. Oh, I said that last night, too. Yes, I said it wrong did. last night. Oh, Lord. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you, and I felt bad because Tina didn't have a, a bracelet for the VIP lounge. Oh, no. And, and there's no asking, like, hey, can I, is it possible? No. You can't, because you can't do that. You right. know what I'm no. saying? Like, if you if you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. If that's the show you don't, that's fine. You sit it out. But I always feel bad when there's people that don't. Well, not, I don't feel bad when there's people that don't. I feel bad when there's some of us right. that don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
because I can't be like, hey, is it possible I could get a? Well, you're a not supposed to, and like the person no. who don't have it should just know better. Like, listen, yeah. I, I'm not rolling up in there. Today. Why are you That's calling? Why are you calling Jay Cashmere out like that on the what? radio? Why are you <laughs> saying the people well, that don't have it? Oh, Jay Cashmere ain't have one neither. Like, but I'm saying no, he wasn't there last night. But no, just but, in general, and he be, you, yeah, he be expecting them. But why? Why are you calling Cashmere out for being saying like, I can I get a VIP pass? And you know, I'm Jay Cashmere. Jay Cashmere from yeah. the, from the news. I don't ever. People say, hey, can't you pull strings? And I'm like, no. 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 It's not that I can't. I don't want to. Right. That's I'm, what. Listen, I don't call in them favors neither, man. I did last night for one girl who had to use the restroom, and she had a medical situation condition, so I asked if she could use that restroom for the VIP lounge and then just leave immediately after, mm-hmm. but it was because of a legitimate medical situation. It's not because, like, these girls are like, oh, can't you pull strings? Don't you know? I said, yeah, I know people. Yes, I can pull strings, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't feel right asking for... Special favor. I'm telling you, and that was my and new nobody thing. likes those people that yeah. are like, "Hey, man," or "Go hook my man up with a hey stranger." I get oh. those texts. I, I I literally posted on social media how many hey stranger texts and DMs will I get in a leak, week leading up to Backstreet Boys from girls I haven't heard from in months. Going, hey, if the text or DM begins with "Hey stranger," you about to be asked for something. Something. Yep. If the email begins with "Hope all is well," mm-hmm. brace yourself. They're about to ask you for something. It's a different language in email. If the email says "Hope all is well," they're they're going to ask you for a favor mm-hmm. or to buy something. If the text or DM begins with "Hey stranger," get ready. Somebody that's been ignoring you or that you don't talk to in heaven in a long time is about to ask you for a ticket, a hookup, an introduction. And I do not hook up anybody with tickets. I'm like, yo, can't do it. Can't I used do it. To. You know, I did it forever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Always, I gave them but away. It's crazy. Like, the people that just feel like they didn't have the audacity to come up and be like, yo, y'all got any extra tickets? Hook me up. Yeah, I love nah, that. man. Yeah, extra tickets. And extra, and, like they're just sitting around. <laughs> I, like Dave Matthews Band. If there's any extra, and then the last sentence sometimes even says like, I mean, I, I'd be willing to pay for them if I have to. Well, I was like, what do you mean if you have to? <laughs> I gave away thousands and thousands of dollars of tickets to people who never did anything in return to show gratitude. You know what I'm saying? So now when there's extras, you know what I do? Sell them. Sell, yeah, Sell do you them. mind as well? Might as well get paid for Because I'd, I'd rather not be disappointed by people. You know, you shouldn't expect. Right. But it is awful nice when someone says to you, I just want to thank you for that. Or they show a little... If someone, if I gave someone a pair of tickets to a concert they wanted to go to, and then in the mail showed up Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or Kit Kat, mm-hmm. and they just said, I know you love these, thank you, that would make my whole freaking week. I'm that, sure. That, I'd rather just, that than the the cash to sell them. Right. Because then you don't, because I feel kind of, you know. Yeah, you feel like a hustler. Right. Yeah, like you don't. <laughs> right. But then, but you feel like you did something good when somebody appreciates something that you did good. And and, the, and it's a gesture of like, I know you like this candy bar. Yeah. So here you go. Or here's what you drink. I know that right. you, I know you drink these seltzers. Here you go. Here's a 12 pack of those. But people, people are, they ignorant. People will always disappoint you. They will always disappoint you. And there's nothing worse than the entitled. Right. You know, so, so we got to warn Tina, don't become entitled. No, do it. no. No, because it's, it's hard when you get successful early and you get a little notoriety, little, I mean, you're lucky that this is happening to you here at this stage of life. Mm-hmm. Then God forbid back 99, 2000, like poor Lexus, because Le- Lexus, oh, yeah. because Lexus became a, you know, regional super celebrity, sex celebrity um, in, in that era. And she thought it was going to last forever. And she thought that she'd have three appearances a week where she'd autograph pictures and posters. And I says, this doesn't last forever. But I was the only one there that went to college. 
Everybody else just came from the real world, didn't know how things. Yeah, so like back and that back then, it was easy to become a like a radio ce- celebrity. Sure. And nowadays, you know what I'm saying. Real, you know, you could you could do your things, but just be careful, Tina. Don't be out there, you know what I'm saying, trying to get free chicken, from yeah. buds. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, don't be don't be walking up at, at Bud's Chicken and Seafood and saying like, "But you do know who I am, right?" Yeah. Like, don't, <laughs> no, like, never. Like don't ever don't ever say like, uh, "Do you know who I am?" Yeah. Because if you if you have to ask that, the answer is always no. Yep. <laughs> and also and also the reality is in 2022, um, this show in the state of the world, nobody no cares. One, yeah, right, they don't no, care. No if, one cares. If you were a Peloton instructor, then you'd be a big deal. Oh yeah. yes. <laughs> think about that. You be, if you were back in the day, and people think we exaggerate this, and Dean can tell you that I'm not exaggerating this. I'm not exaggerating because I was always aware of what it is and what it wasn't, and how things would be. I was always aware of like, yeah, they don't know. The audience thought we were rock stars, and what I knew was that we weren't. Right, and it's important to know <laughs> that you're not a rock star. Right, but people think you know it's a difference from being on the radio and being a radio personality, being a disc jockey, having a radio show, and people listening to every word for four hours a day, and knowing every aspect of your life and every opinion that you have on things, and times that you slipped up, screwed up, had a bad day, t- times that you were out of line, times that you were wrong. They don't forget those things. But but this was a soap opera for people's lives. To the degree that they would show up, you know, we would have a live broadcast on Friday from restaurant, same 35 people show up every freaking Friday. You get, a, you know, seven or eight, 10, 12 new people, but the same 35 people every, like clockwork, 3 to 7 p.m. at that steakhouse in Boca, 3 to 7 p.m. the steakhouse at City Place, 3 to 7 p.m. Palm Beach Kennel Club, Friday. I mean, but, but you had these events where you're being paid a couple hundred bucks to just autograph a poster that had your picture on it and your co-host picture on it. And there was a line of people. Dean was a bodyguard. Dean was a security at the, at the strip club. Yep. Wow. Dean actually. We're silhouettes. You <laughs> actually worked security at a paid appearance, paid appearances that we had where we went and autographed calendars, uh, swimsuit calendars uh-huh. and posters. And Dean was like the body. Somebody was going to beat me up. Dean was going to throw him out. And did you no, guys wasn't. know each other no. that well yet? No. No? Uh-uh. no. Wow. No, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who Dean was till a, a segment called Meet the Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like, I love that when that happens, though, where like you guys actually interacted and had no idea. Had and no then, idea. And like, yeah, look at us now. The moral of the story is they thought we were rock stars. I knew we weren't. <laughs> and it's important to know the truth. It's, right? Yeah, you got to know the truth. But sometimes it's okay to take advantage of people's stupidity. Yes. Some, sometimes, <laughs> it, sometimes it's okay to take advantage of stupidity. As long as everybody's using everybody. Right. 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 So, so the dude that invites you to his wedding because he wants to have you with his wedding, you don't even know him, uh-huh. it's okay to go and smash his sister. Right. Because you don't, you, yeah, because he doesn't try to, he doesn't try to game you. Correct. So you got to get game back on him. Correct. 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 The weird thing wasn't that. It was being invited to so many threesomes. That was weird. It was being asked to participate with a couple where they decided that, because that station was very uh, open-minded, shall mm-hmm. we say, and that the, the audience is very diverse, open-minded. But when you get to know a couple, they come to events, and you're like, these people are cool, these people are, are dope, I like these people. And then they spring it on you. They're like, hey, we wanted to ask you something. And I'm like, what's up? And then you get that vibe, and they're like, well, would you ever consider maybe? And then it's like, oh, and all I always thought was, they're going to be, you know, video cameras, uh, in, in, you know, so they're going to ruin my career uh-huh. in my life. And, that, and, and aside from that, there was always that fear that uh, dude was going to come out the um, uh, uh, 
closet dressed up like Batman, <laughs> and I was going to be handcuffed and then <laughs> being a very compromising. No, yeah, don't, yeah, you can't do that, especially but, now. D- did you used to get? Asked no, to- I never, I never got asked to do that, but I would never do that, especially now. No, well, it depends. It depends who. Yeah, because I'm already, I'm already working on my you machine know, gun Kelly I'm, and yeah. Megan Fox. You no, know. I'm already, no, I'm, I'm working on my, I'm working on my sex tape. Oh, yeah. you're working on it. Yeah, with Amber Heard. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, I'm, working oh wow. on, I'm working on making that happen. Okay, oh, except right. for you're Amber Nerd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Amber, it's, that's what it's going to be. Amber Heard and Amber Nerd. Amber Heard and Amber Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I remember one time. This is an important lesson, Tina. While we wrap this up. Okay. I remember because you because we used to have appearances at the amphitheater, so I'd been on that stage on that mic. What's up, everybody? And you know, screaming and that, and you think for a second like you feel like you're a rock star. But, yeah. you, but but you introduce the rock band and then they go on and you're like no those no, right, yeah, right yeah, that's yeah and then, and then you but when you walk out you know because they, they the the road guys they hold the flashlights on the floor to show you your path uh-huh. and there's like the glow in the dark tape and it shows you like the path like walk this way walk that way and that's the end of the stage so they point and they point the flashlights there and you go on the stage and now the crowd's dark and the crowd's loud and you feel like a rock star and then you introduce Tesla whatever and then they go on and then you realize that. There. Yeah, there, that's the rock. <laughs> we used to have these appearances. We had the posters come out a couple times a year in different poses, different, you know, sometimes they're a parody of things. And me and Lexus would go take a limo to some bar in Okeechobee on a Wednesday and autograph from 6 to 8 p.m. Or we'd go to some bar in Boca, some club in Vero, all over, all over, all over the area. And two hours. And you would autograph the swimsuit calendars or you autograph the posters that were in. And old Dr. Rich told. Lexus and I a long time ago. Don't you stay the events two hours, you stay two hours. The events three hours, you get paid extra. You stay three hours and that's it. You don't stay longer. Meaning the club owners right. can try and take event because the club is popping and they're like, yo, we gotta get you to stay, mm-hmm. get you back on stage. These people are just, you're getting it lit. And it was like a it was a weeknight. And we had a two hour poster signing. And there were still people in line for us to autograph a poster. I know it sounds shocking. It was, you know, it was, Very. It was nine o'clock at night, <laughs> Very. but this was a different time, as you know. Yeah. And you saw it firsthand. Uh-huh. The Love Doctor home team thing back in the day was on another level. Well, it, I think autographs you know, as well were on like another level. For sure. People yeah. wanted to get pictures with you too. Yeah. They just weren't necessarily using their phones yet because mm-hmm. cameras didn't go into cell phones till 0203, 03-ish. Right. So we were finishing these posters there and she's like, we got to go. And I said, hold on, hold on. She goes, no, no, no. To our parents, Rich always says, we, we're leaving. I have a babysitter. And I said, Lex, we are going to stay as long as it takes to anyone who's waiting and wants a piece of paper for you to sign with a marker to get a piece of paper for you to sign with a marker. Because one day, nobody's going to want us to sign anything except for the credit card receipt yep. for the meal that we're paying. Yep. And we ate for free here. And we drank for free here. We're getting paid cash to be here to sign a poster for these people. We will stay as long as it takes to sign whatever somebody wants. She goes, I got a babysitter. I said, okay. I said, pay your babysitter with the money that you made from this event. But just remember, this don't last forever. A little bit of attitude. Mm-hmm. And then you see, see now, yep. here's what it is. So it's important in life. I'm glad, again, this is happening for you at this time in society mm-hmm. where radio personalities are viewed as just like anybody else yeah. and they're not put on a pedestal you're not treated special some folks maybe do a little bit but i'm glad this happened for you because you would not have handled that well then at 24 it would not have worked out well for you there's no, no one it doesn't work out for anybody 
It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It when when you go from a regular person to all of a sudden being treated like all of a sudden like that, yeah. even if it's regional, right. especially regional, yeah, for sure. It's no one's cut out for that, right? It's not good, and that's for, like TikTok stars now. Yes. That is literally yep. TikTok stars. They yep. went from a, a a like not a no one, but someone who had maybe two thousand followers, now having two million followers, yep. and like that's a shock. Yeah, like their life changed like instantly. And then they start to feel entitled, and mm-hmm. then they start to complain that uh, I literally one time complained that the limo to my event was too big. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> Ask Johnny C. You stupid. This this one you lose sight of stuff. Yeah. I, it was a it was a weekday event, and I remember saying like, "Bro, like they they gave me the huge limo." He's like, "Do you hear yourself right now? Your limo <laughs> to a paid appearance. On, you could be driving your ass yourself and going somewhere and not getting paid all this hundreds of bucks just to show up, but instead you complain the limo is too big." You and that's like that's when I checked myself. Yeah, you had mm-hmm. to check yourself Good. at that point. Like, yeah, all right, let me chill. I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Fine," but it better not be too small either. Yeah. <laughs> Dean Thomas has information about the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Got a time, got a date, and you know the location, FAU Stadium. That's right. Palm Beach County's premier college football event is back. The 2022 roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl will be December 20th at FAU Stadium. The two best teams from Conference USA, USA will battle it out. For more information, it's only one click away at roofclaimbocaratonbowl.com on Twitter at Boca Bowl and Facebook.com slash Boca Bowl. Remember, December 20th, roofclaim.com Bowl. Dean Thomas might be able to relate. I got something a little similar, but during the Warriors victory parade, a fan attempted to do what to Steph Curry? We'll tell you what this is and how it played out when we come back. It is the home team on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. During the Warriors' celebration of their NBA championship, a fan tried to do what to Steph Curry? You might be able to relate. I can relate. I've been there. You've probably really? been there. Yeah. Well, I don't know what it is, so I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, you'll, we're going to find out together. Uh, first, truest. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. You get a better kind of bank. And as I say that, that commercial comes on with Ty Dollar Sign for his Smirnoff Lemonade Hard Seltzer. And I'm telling you that if your name is tattooed across your throat, don't ever be uh, annoyed if someone bothers you in public. <laughs> Indeed. Because you're literally tattooed yeah. dollar sign across your throat. Back to Truist. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Truist wants to show you the meaning of care, and they want to be your bank of choice for checking and savings, credit cards, mortgages, loans, investments, small business, commercial banking. Truist wants you to focus on the things that matter in life most. Buying a home, starting a family, paying for school, paying for your own margaritas at concerts. I need to go with Truist. <laughs> Getting married. Truist help you through life's biggest moments. Your journey to better banking begins with Truist. T-R-U-I-S-T dot com. Visit a branch. You'll see. You'll see the difference. And they will be your bank of choice. Truist. All they see is you. Um, we were talking during the break about more inside radio stuff. The stories that came out of this show and the other show back in the day really should be a Netflix series. Maybe with some of the reenactments being done as animation. 
But there are things that took place that people start to talk about those stories and you go, this would make compelling serial episodic television without question because it was so decadent and so disgusting and so over the top, just like what they're doing, what inside of a radio studio, (laughs) they're doing what on stage um, at a paid radio station appearance at four o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, I can't even, not that we couldn't do it. I can't tell you what we did. Like, I can't right now in the mic say, yeah, we did this, this little game on stage with the two exotic dancers and one uh, volunteer. I can't, that's as far as I can go. <laughs> and we were doing it. And then it, that's it, right? We were doing it in front of 500 people in a gentleman's club at 5 o'clock in the afternoon on a, on a Thursday. So you wild. You guys were wild. Oh, it was. I've yeah. seen pictures. No, it was. And, it was. You hopefully you didn't see pictures of this stuff. N- no, but I just seen pictures, and I it just looks wild. It was again. It, this is the stuff that you you probably for reenactment you have an, an animator do, mm-hmm. um, and then put. I mean, just disgusting. And I'm and I remember in the midst of it being like, I can't believe this is my life. Like I went to college, <laughs> but people are cheering and screaming and the energy. In it, but I'm like, I can't believe I'm part of this. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> You know how it goes. Uh, Steph Curry, during a warrior celebration, I think it was a victory parade, during the celebration, he had a fan attempt to do what to him? <clears throat> Dean, do you know what this is? I have no I idea. Guess. Um, do what to him? Kiss him. Kiss him. Tina, what do you think? So I saw something different. What would you say? That was more towards his daughter. Uh-oh. And Ooh. I don't know if this is oh. what you're going to tell. No. Okay. No, I'm talking about what Dean's talking about. Uh, a woman grabbed him uh, and tried to kiss him. For real? R- yeah. Really? He, he dipped, he pulled back and turned away, got away, got out of it. Wasn't his wife right on like that? I saw them together, like yeah. in the parade. Yeah. He's a married man and a father of three, and he's not about that life. And this woman tried to get a kiss. Uh, you ever have that from no, a fan? No, I have never Who's had that. People? No. Yeah. I've, I've had it. I've had men kiss me on the my f- face, oh. and, and then women actually catch me off guard and kiss me on my mouth. Whoa. Amazing I don't got cold sores. How did I avoid that all I this don't time? know. How did I avoid that all this time? You sure you did? Uh, yeah, I've never had like, a, there was a woman last night at the concert and I was talking to her, and she had a cold sore on her lip and I felt bad because you, cause you <laughs> tell yourself, you, don't look. Yeah. And you just couldn't stop looking and at you it. You keep looking. <laughs> it's almost like a third eye. Yeah. You're like, Oh no. On the cold sore. So you never had, uh, you never had a fan like, you know, hug you, meet you and then try to try to kiss you. Never. Oh, never. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for me, the women that have, they weren't the ones that I wanted to. Right. Right. It's always, it always works out that way though, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? Like it's like naked beaches, right? Nude beaches. The people, <laughs> yeah. at, people at nudist colonies are not people you want to see naked. Exactly. And the people that right. try to kiss you are not uh, the or, ones you want. Are, are, are not the ones that you want to kiss you. Exactly. I've never, I've never had a, a, a fan or someone that that did like try to kiss me or kiss me that was someone that I wanted to. It was always yeah, but, someone that I'd be like, yeah, no, like, oh. right. <laughs> and it's you know, uh, um, but those type of interactions happen. Sometimes for Steph Curry, but it happens a lot. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it happens to him a lot. Yeah, she got close enough to him to try that. Yeah. How? Yeah, she was close enough. She got close enough, and then she like tried to pull in. She like tried to pull him in, which reminds me, the Elvis movie comes out tomorrow. Oh, it does. And back in the day, Elvis would go through the crowd, and then he would like he'd get to Hawaii, and they put the flowered lace on him, and he kissed every one of those chicks down the line. Oh, like like, like Richard Dawson on Family. <laughs> I Feud. was just gonna ask you. I was just gonna say, who's the dude from Family Feud who used to do? He kissed him right on the lips. Richard Dawson. If you you <laughs> if you watch these, I mean, these clips are wild. You 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 go on YouTube and you punch in Family Feud, Richard Dawson kissing. Richard Dawson was this little. I think he was British. He was British or or like Welsh, Scottish. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he was on Hogan's Heroes, an actor. 
he was the game show host for Family Feud. And it would be the Johnson family. And he would kiss grandma on her mouth. And then he would kiss <laughs> mom on her mouth. And then he would kiss 16-year-old daughter Betty on her mouth. <laughs> and then he would go over to the other family and, then and, just, go, and meet the Johnsons. Yeah. And he would do the same damn thing. <laughs> the same damn thing. And people complained. And they'd write letters to the to this network. And they would uh, want to boycott the advertisers. Because Richard Dawson was flat out on daytime. This is 11. You know, Family Feud aired in the morning afternoons. Yeah. It was daytime syndicated game show. And it's the late 70s and it's the 80s. And he's out here just kissing everybody on their mouth. But yeah, but but Richard Dawson said, I'm sending a message here. And it was like, sure you are. But you but some of these you see. Like what was the message? Well, because he was kissing black women. Oh. And he was and so he explained when these people were up in arms, he says I'm, I'm letting folks know. Just like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. When they had that episode where he's you got the little kiddie pool, he's got his feet in the little kiddie yeah. pool, and the uh, mailman's like, boy, I'm sure it's hot out today, and the mailman's yeah. black and Mr. Rogers white, and, and Mr. Rogers says, well, why don't you take your shoes and socks off come join me? And then he's like, oh, sure, it'd be refreshing. Yeah. And then he puts, his, he puts his feet in, and there's a close-up, and you see them two white feet, then two black feet. And it was trying to say, we can all swim together. Yeah. We can all swim. It's okay. Listen, I'm still America. waiting for the documentary on Mr. Rogers to come out that he had bodies. Stop it. But it's never happening, man. Stop like, it. I saw, I watched the movie and it's all, all kind of documentaries. Man, he was such a good dude, but I'm waiting. You I'm wait. still waiting. There's going to be some bombshell. Yeah, some bombshell where it's like, oh, here it is. Damn. I knew it. Yeah, I know. You keep waiting for that other shoe to drop, but it's yeah, not. It's not. Uh, you, you watch these clips and you're like, how did R- Richard Dawson had to be patient zero? Speaking of cold source, he had to be the inventor <laughs> because there's no way you can kiss every woman on a game show from grandma to your 15 year old granddaughter straight through and not get cold. Well, source. at least he had at least he had a good excuse. So I'm sending a message. I mean, it might not have been the, the right excuse, but at least I mean, it was tried. I think it was like, how can I justify my behavior? Yeah. <laughs> No, see, this is it's, it's like dad tax. Yeah. When, when dad's like, no, 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 no. Let me t- get a bite of that. I got to make sure it's safe for you to eat. Yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> He's kissing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, there are some clips, though, because there's one one time the woman was like, oh, no, I'm good. And she just flat out, like, shut him down. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Marla Gibbs when that was on. I think she shut him down. She did. Um, who played uh, uh, Florence, the maid on, uh, on Jefferson's. Jefferson's. Yeah. And then she was 227 and a mm-hmm. bunch of other shows. She actually took a pass. I'm gonna find that on uh, YouTube. Somewhere. She seemed like she don't play anyway. Yeah, but she she took a pass. She's like, no, nah, I think I'm I think good. she's one that's like, no, nah, I'm straight. Yeah. I'm good on that. Uh, coming up when we return, why last night was a beach show, uh, not near the water. That concert that Tina and I went to, uh, there was no water involved. There, there wasn't, you know, open bodies. Of, it was, but regardless, why it was a beach show. I'll explain. Do you know what I mean when I say that? I don't call know it, call that a beach concert. You're like, is it the beach? Nope, not even close. Hmm. Do you know why, Tina? No. Oh, I know why. I know why. Uh, I know why. I know why. Dean knows yeah, why, know and why. I'll explain next. That is next. Uh, reminder, Kaiser University, excelling in and out of the classroom and on and off of the playing fields and courts. Dean's got details on Kaiser University. And it was another full season of, cha- of championships at Kaiser University. The men's golf team captured the first NAIA National Championship. In addition, Coach Brandon Miller was named Coach of the Year and freshman Jakob Stubhog won National Individual Championships. 
The golf team dominated in the classroom with a GPA of over 3.8, and they also captured the men's swimming, women's swimming, and men's soccer team in championships. So get the latest on Seahawk Athletics. Go to KUSeahawks.com. That's KUSeahawks.com. And remember, ESPN 106.3 is the flagship home. For Kaiser Seahawks football. And congratulations again to Yakov Smirnov. Yakov Smirnov. Is it, remember, is it Jakob, is Jakob Stubhog? Uh, Stubhog. That's a yeah, great name. I know. Next time the cops are like, sir, I need to see ID. I'm like, I don't have it, but my name is Yakov Stubhog. <laughs> um, do you remember the comedian, Yakov Smirnov? He was like, in Russia, beer drink you. Remember all those <laughs> no, jokes yeah, from Mother Russia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is the home team on ESPN 106.3. Listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Twin Peaks is your ultimate guys lodge, the ultimate sports lodge. Coming up next Saturday is UFC 276 live from Las Vegas. Dean is working it. He'll do coach's commentary. I will be in Las Vegas. Whether or not I'm inside the building remains to be seen yet. But we'll be. We're going to work on that. Yeah, we're, we're on that. I do got a friend who's getting married that weekend, however, at my hotel. Regardless, so I'm going out regardless. And you and I are going to do our UFC Fight Pass, our pod, our podcast. We're going to broadcast live. And I'll be doing the pre-show and the post-show. And you're doing pre-show, post-show as well. You're not going to do a half hour live on UFC Fight Pass from their uh, setup, their set, at uh, at like the uh, Super Fan Conference. Yeah. The, the convention center. The, what do they call that? I think it's the convention center. Yeah, but what, yeah. Do, what do they call the event? Fan Fest? Yeah, the Fan Fest. For UFC Fan Fest for Fight Week. Regardless, uh, as you know, Twin Peaks is always your UFC fight headquarters. Never a cover charge for any UFC, MMA, combat sport, boxing events. Always made from scratch favorites. 29 degree beer. All your favorites. Of course, great scenery, if you know what I mean. Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard, West Palm, Pembroke Pines, and Davie. Happy hour, weekdays, 2 to 6. You got another hour and 5 to take advantage of that. Um, wherever you may be, if you're close, just off 95 here in West Palm, just off 95, Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. Eat, drink, scenic views. That is Twin Peaks. Last night was a beach show, as we call it in the industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tina looks confused right now. Tina, what do you think that I mean when I say a beach show? Because... It was at, I think, Financial Amphitheater, which is nowhere near a body of water, sand, or a beach. What do you think we mean by that? I don't know. Like, I am so confused. I have no idea. If you had to guess, what would you guess? If you had to guess. Because Dean's like, oh, I got it. I know what it is. It took him a second. It took me a second. I said, oh, I got this. Yeah. Can I have, like, hints? Sure. Clues? Sure. Last night, eh, it's a little more of a beach concert. Then uh, say Doobie Brothers. That one's probably, yeah, probably that one's not a beach concert. That doesn't help at all. The act matters. Who's performing matters. Just give me a wild guess. What do you think we mean when we're like, nah, it's a beach. This one's a beach concert. What do you think it means? I don't know. Just guess. Wild guess. I I feel like it's referring to another word that we're not saying. No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Not a play on words. Okay. Nope. Then I have no idea. Dean, go ahead and tell her. My guess yep. is that you don't bring sand to the beach. You don't bring sand to the beach, so why would you bring a female date to a concert like that yeah. when it's filled with 80% women just like yourself? 
Yeah. You don't bring sand to the, when you go to the beach. Do you do you pack sand from home? Do you bring sand? With no you? way. Why? Because there's gonna be plenty there. Plenty there. Right. right. So you don't bring so you a don't girl bring to the sand. Beach. Oh, yeah. 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 Dean Thomas, everybody. Hey. You know exactly Deductive what I'm talking reasoning. about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. For me, sure. Yeah. Me and my boys are. You know. I mean, like some of my guys now got girlfriends, so it's like, hey, like for example, last night I'm like, yo, just come with me, please. And like, oh, you know, the girl. And I'm like, I know, but I'm asking you. You're not asking me. That's the yeah. difference. Mm, true. Because I'm not bringing sand to that beach. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's run through the rest of these shows coming up here, and you tell me whether these are beach shows or not. Okay. Train is Friday night at, I think, Financial Amphitheater. Uh, they are with Jewel and Blues Traveler. Is that a sand or no sand? That, is that a beach show or not a beach? Beach. No, no, no. That's, that's no beach. Yeah, no, you bring yeah, it. Yeah, you bring it. Yep. Doobie Brothers, 50th anniversary on July 21st. Uh, beach show, not beach show. Tina? No. You better bring a date. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Incubus with Sublime. Uh, that is on Sunday, July 24th. Beach or not beach? Dean? Not beach. I think you can get away with it. Not, I mean, with uh, yeah. with beach. Yeah, I, for me, that one probably is bring a date. You think so? Yeah, probably. Because it's more likely to be dudes there than girls. Yeah. Encanto, the sing-along film concert. <laughs> That's a I Disney no movie. You, you, bring a, you bring a friend with you named Bruno. And oh, you're there like, you and go. you tell everybody, can we talk about Bruno? Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't. Talk. Chris Brown and Lil Baby. Beach. Uh, that is Friday, August 12th. Do you bring a lady or do you not? Beach. Beach. Yeah, you might not. Jack Johnson on August 18th. Do you bring a date? That's or, beach. That's a beach. Jack I don't John- know who that is. You might chill for that. Dirk's Bentley, however, beach. on Friday, August 19th. You don't bring a girl. Dave Matthews Band, Saturday, August 20th. Bring a date. Yeah, bring a date. Uh, Sunday, August 20... How can it be this? Oh, next day. Uh, 21st, Dave Matthews Band again. You bring, it, you bring a date, probably. Bring a date. Uh, the Black Keys with Band of Horses. <laughs> you stay home for that one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Santana, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Bring a date. Yeah. You better bring a date. One Republic. No date. Last one. Wu-Tang Clan. Bring with a date. And Nas. Bring a date. Take somebody yeah, else's date. Yeah, yeah. Go there and take bring somebody else's date. Bring home a gun. Bring <laughs> Don't joke. Cocktail hours next. We'll talk sports. Maybe. Home team ESPN 106.3.